All right, hey everybody, welcome to Unscripted, where we're all about inspiring better conversations and helping people think more deeply and critically about faith, life, and leadership. We're in our second kind of segment happening right now. This is different than we normally are. We're in a different room. Everything's just a little bit different right now, which is pretty great. Uh, I'm here with Sean, and I'm here with Danny, and we are just jacked up for a fun conversation. But what this is, is a segment we're calling Roundtable at a square table because uh, yeah. we have a square table but we're talking about round table we're having a little discussion here more than one voice this is our first time having not just two people but three people so we'll see how it goes see how everything works but i'm pretty excited i think Thanks it's a great me. idea it's gonna be fun man i'm really excited what do you think it's awesome awesome Let's do okay it. <laughs> see that's good so actually uh, uh the the point of this is actually to take a little bit of time and we'll have a few series throughout this fall and winter time and i want to be able to just actually chat about them like the church has different series we talk about and right now we're in a series called two minute warning and it's all about jesus playbook for when the end feels near and it's been kind of a fun little series that we've been into and i just want to ask first and foremost like what are you guys what are you guys thinking about the series so far what do you got sean i think it's awesome i mean i, I think it's something that's really interesting i think to anybody about totally. the end times and talking about you know everybody's opinions and then what the bible says about it yeah, totally. I, I completely agree. What do you think? Yeah, I think like, man, there's so many, uh, you know, like I used to watch the show Doomsday Preppers, you know? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I've heard of this. There's, there's so many people that like their whole life is wrapped up in preparing for this time, you know? So it's going to be fun. I think it's been really good so far and, and I'm excited to dive into it a little bit today. Yeah, we're, we're a few weeks in so far, so we've talked a little bit about it. But but I had this, this picture in my head as I was thinking about it for today and how we could kind of enter into it. Uh, for me, when I think of the, the phrase two-minute warning, I mean, of course, the first thing you think of is football. But beyond football, for me, the thing that I think about is like the two minutes before I have to leave in the morning with the boys. Because I do drop-off, and then my, my wife often does pick-up. Sure. And, and so... I'm like sprinting out the door with these like three children, getting them to the places they need to go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's like the moment where I feel most frantic, where like I'm running around trying to get everything set. Like you do this and you make sure you're all good. Little child that can't speak yet. Come on, buddy, get it together. <laughs> like all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And so I'm curious for you guys, what is the moment that you guys feel like two minute warning-ish, like the, the, the most frantic in your normal everyday life? Yeah, that, that's funny uh, you asked that just because when you were explaining that, I was thinking of th what that is for me. And obviously for me, it's like Wednesday nights. Like oh, yeah, sure. Right before students come, right before leaders come. I am not someone that likes to be. I was talking with Kathy about this yesterday. I'm, I'm not someone that likes to be like prepared and organized beforehand, like super in advance because I feel more anxious if like, an event's about to happen and I have nothing to do. Like I would rather just be like running around frantically finishing all the final details. Uh, so that's my two minute warning. So yeah. two minutes before student life, if you're it's not like, running, fixing something, something's wrong. Yeah. That's what it feels <laughs> like. If I'm overly prepared, then I'm more anxious if I am just running around. So okay, that's fair. I totally yeah. get that. That's yeah. legit. What about you, Sean? For me, it's, it's 
two minutes before we go on for worship. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I have this tendency to just get really excited, like right before. Yeah. And I noticed like last week, it was like a perfect example. I was like super excited. And then when I was like, oh, I'm so pumped to do, we were doing the song Child of Love. Yeah. And I come out the very first note, just cracked terribly. <laughs> I was like totally threw that note over the top of the wall, you know. And it reminded me of like, you know, Brett Favre when he oh, used yeah, to totally. come out and he would be so excited in that first played throw it 10 feet over everybody's head absolutely <laughs> you know? that's exactly how i feel sometimes so i i really do have to pray about it and, okay call me down lord <laughs> that's know? so great yeah. it's hilarious i mean it's it's such a true statement like we get so excited like when it's just before something happens we we get all nervous i'm actually the opposite of you guys two minutes before i come up to speak that's like the most calm time i have because i have to like i have to be like okay I got nothing. So whatever you got, God, like that, that's it. Yeah. I'm just going to come up. So that's like yeah. my one moment of clarity <laughs> just before yeah. I walk up on stage. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually halfway calm typically. Yep. It may just be the nerves. Yeah. I think like, you know, speaking for me, I think I'm probably similar in that way. Yeah. But like when it comes to like energetic things. Like oh, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Like, totally. You know, getting fired up for students to come play and have fun. Totally. It's like you got to get that energy into them. That's know? true. That's so, true. It's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so... The, the part of this, though, as we talk about it with, um, with the sermon series, is this idea that, that at some point, uh, Jesus returns and there's a shift. There, there's an end to time and a shift in time to eternity with God. Mm. Like, there's this reality in, as a Christian that you believe at some point God will come back and, and he will, um, in, in Jesus, he will come back and, and change things for how they should be. And so there's this wild, wild amount of information that we could go into. Like, we could go deeply into it. But first I want to ask, as a culture... We get real obsessed with this stuff, like really, really into it. Why do you guys think that is? Why do you think that this like just infatuates people? The end times? Yeah. I think it's because a lot, we have this tendency to think we're going to live forever. Oh, okay. You know, and we all think that we're going to see the end times. And, you know, when you think about it, we're all going to see the end times in a very short time, right? Because we only are going to live so much longer. Like, you know, I maybe have 30, 40 years, you know. So, but I think we have this tendency to think that we always think we're going to live, like, forever, you know. Yeah. And um, so maybe it's really, we're thinking it's something that's going to happen. And it could be something that's going to happen to us. But I think maybe that's just... It, you know, and also just the mystery in, in all of it, right? How it's going to, how it's, how is it all going to happen? And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think like we were just talking about like you get fired up, like right before, like there's a lot of energy and I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's because of that. Like you don't know when that two minute warning is going to start. Right. So it's like, you know, for some people, that's all they think about. And then they get fired up and they want to do everything that they possibly can. Like, it's like almost maybe like fear-based. Like, they want to do everything they can to be prepared yeah. for whatever they think is going to happen. And so it, like, ramps up their energy level towards it. Yeah, that's super interesting because as I, I've, as I think about that, I actually think of, like, the doomsday group of people, right? And sometimes it's, it's a motivational factor. Um, if it seems like, Hey, I would love for my life to like, I'd love to see it. Some people would be in that camp, right? So they get excited. It's motivational. And then for what you're saying, like the motivation or the, the fact that it, it brings this excitement to you, what it causes you to do then is, uh, 
like you live differently mm-hmm. and that does different things to different people and that's kind of one of the things i want to talk about for a moment like yeah. for some people yeah. like they want to like okay maybe the end's coming everything seems crazy and messed up in our world so we're gonna go off and hide hmm. Do you feel like that ever yeah. happens? Or like we're going to get around groups of people that are just like us, believe just like us, mm. and then we're going to go find our little corner of the world so that we can feel safe and like we're okay. Mm. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm a little distracted because you said something that I think is so interesting. And sure. that like people, isn't it interesting like how your beliefs, like the things that you believe change the way you live? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, obviously, right? right? Right. But people don't think about that, right? Like if you think the end time is coming, it then it's going to change the way you live, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's why this series is so important. I don't know if that was just like, man, Well, that's let's, powerful. Let's dig in that for yeah. a second. So if, if what you believe changes the way you live, do you think most people live like what they believe changes the way they live? No. What? That's the thing, right? Like that's the... That's what's so crazy to think about when, like, when that came to my mind is because I think most people don't actually grasp that concept, like that the things that they're like choosing to believe in are changing the way that they're making decisions. Yeah. What do you think about that, Sean? You know, my wife and me are, are very different in, in that she is really well in the moment, like in a day, like like looking at what we need to do for the And I'm one of these future planners. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm always thinking way ahead. So this is a really interesting topic to me. But then there there's something to be said about also living in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And, and doing actions for today and not thinking so far ahead that you're missing the coffee in the morning, you know, Mm. and my wife always reminds me of that. So, I mean, I love that we have that difference between us because I think it really helps to keep me, but I think you, you not only have to think so far into the future, you should be thinking about how can you live right now? What can you do right now? You know? And to me, that's, I don't know if that really answered your question. (laughs) Not really. But enjoy the coffee. That's what I got out of that. (laughs) I don't, I feel like I'm running so hard. I just like drink my coffee because I need it. And I don't, it's like, man, well, but I think to believe that the end could come, whether it's um, Jesus coming back or it's you yourself, your life ending, like that, that's a reality for all of us. Every day we walk out of the, mm-hmm. even before we walk out of the house, right? It's a possibility. And to enjoy the coffee mm. and yet still plan yes. and having mm-hmm. those things, that's, a, that's a, a thing that this, this topic I think it brings to the forefront of your mind because it's so out of our control yeah. and it's so much outside of what we can do necessarily. Although some people would maybe disagree with that. Well, and try to control it. And that gets back to your question before of sure. like the belief that they have toward the end times then dictates how they make decisions now yeah. and then how they put themselves around similar people that think the same way. And then that ramps up the energy towards the effort for preparing for it. Yeah, it's like you're all focused on this one thing and you're all in this like little holy huddle of, of I'm gonna just be really perfect in this particular way and we have these like rules that guide how we live our lives and we don't let outsiders in and we don't go to where outsiders are and we like have this little cluster of people that think just how we are. And, and that's super interesting because that's our natural tendency. Mm. But I don't know that it's 
actually what Jesus teaches us to do, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. And yeah. that's, that's what's in this, right? Yeah. There's so much there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's so the, the exact is, opposite. Yeah. So, so thinking about the two-minute warning, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of theological things that we could get into here, like yeah, post-trip, pre-trip, antichrist, how and why. I want to fly, dude. I want to fly If you fly or not. <laughs> <laughs> there's a million different questions that people have about, like, what eternity will, eternity will be like and, mm-hmm. like, how all this will flow itself out. But, but in the end, what really matters is, is how we live, mm. right? how we live right now, how this shows us how to live right now. Yeah. So how should you live? Like, what what have you gotten out of the sermon so far? What are the things that you're thinking about with this kind of stuff? Well, I know of, for me, um, one of the parts of the Bible that really, I think relates to this. And there's a song that I sing called the red letters by David Crowder. Yeah. 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 And when I have these really complex, complex you know issues to think about i always have to go back to the red letters and i think in um, matthew chapter 24 Whoa, it's it's good job it's <laughs> hey i'm seminary but uh no matthew chapter 24 is such a great read for you know what jesus says about it because mm-hmm. in the he you know jesus has a way of putting things so in a way that you can understand it. And Revelations, you can get into the book of Revelations, it gets pretty complicated. But I think it's pretty clear that you're not gonna know the time, right? Mm, and that sure. you need to live every day like it could be. Like, you know, you need to um, always be prepared. So e- each day that you live, you need to be thinking about this could be the last day, right? Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah. But what does that look like? Well, that's where I need my wife again, because <laughs> I'm always thinking about six months ahead. You know, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, in six months I'm going to be doing this, and then, and I'm going to be through this and that. But you need to you need to check yourself every day and say, but what am I doing right now? And you know, what is it that the Lord's asking me to do? So, starts with you know prayer. Yeah. And um, but you know, I think that's the important aspect of it is always coming back to what uh, the Lord says about it and getting mm-hmm. guidance in that way. And, and then trying to take that and put that, that knowledge that you learned into actions, things you do, acts of kindness towards people, things every day. Just, you know, you don't have to, I don't believe like you should get your house all, you know what I mean, in, in order and everything and buy a whole bunch of extra food and everything. I think, I think what Jesus is saying, live your life with love, grace, and mercy, forgiveness, <laughs> patience and do that every day. Yeah. It's, that's a really interesting point you brought up about like preparing like doomsday preppers, right? So some people would say that someday the world's going to go crazy and we got to be like prepared so that everything is messed up. But a, but a follower of Jesus thinks about that entirely differently for them to prepare. It's not to, um, increase the number of, of, of supplies they have, it's to increase the amount of impact you have. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's like a whole different thing. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so when you think about it, it's if I'm going to actually prepare for eternity and prepare for whatever comes next after this, uh, literally I, I can do some things in this life that matter for eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people would, would get uh, kind of frustrated, right? They get really upset about that because they say, well, it's grace, right? Like you've already, you're already going to heaven. Like there's nothing you can do that's going to change that. 
And I think that that sometimes paralyzes us from actually doing things. Yeah. But, but Grace, I heard this quote the other day. It's super good. I think it's the Dallas World quote. Um, and it's, uh, Grace is, opposed, is not opposed to effort. Grace is opposed to earning. Mm. So it's not opposed to you doing the things that God calls you to do. It's opposed to you feeling like, oh, by doing these things, I'm going to be good enough suddenly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's this weird like, tension we live in uh, as a person that follows Jesus that says, I'm going to do these things because I know they'll have an impact on eternity. Or who's in eternity. Or who's in eternity, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's really good. I really, I resonate with that strongly because, I mean, you look at the world, right? And there's all kinds of things in the Bible about like, earthquakes and volcanoes and and firestorms and all these crazy things and there's some messed up stuff happening at a it seems like increasing rate right right now yeah but what does that matter what do you mean like like okay we see these things in the bible talking about crazy natural phenomenons happening or or not even the natural firestorm i guess i don't know if that's natural but anyway but what, but, but what does that matter actually for us in the way that we live our lives, right? Like we talk about the things that we believe influence our decisions, but it doesn't matter what we believe about what's gonna, how the actual earth is going to destruct, you know, or like the, the natural phenomenon that's going to happen because what we actually believe is that the decisions that we make on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. that we're trying to impact eternity is what matters when it comes to the end of the world, not what physically is going to happen to the world, right? Yeah. Well, although I'm not, I'm not sure about that. So what physically is going to happen to the world is an interesting one because um, if you look at the really solid theology of end times and what the future looks like, the earth is still here. Sure. Earth is still part of it. And like we were commissioned by God to be reigning over the earth. Yeah. And that means caretakers, not necessarily abusers. Yeah. So yeah. like there's some interesting things yeah. there, right? Like yeah. there's so many pieces to this that we could get deep into if we wanted to. But totally. And I'm not advocating for destroying the planet. <laughs> Good call. Because I care deeply about gift it. And and creation God, for exactly. Us. However, yeah. what I was trying to get at is that uh we don't need to get wrapped up in like, like, what does it matter if yeah. like volcanoes are blowing up left and right? You know, like, totally. That's not the thing that we need to be preparing for. The mm-hmm. thing that we need to be preparing for is the eternity and the, and if we believe that, then our decisions from that should be that we make decisions on a day to day basis to impact eternity as yeah. God calls us to. Yeah, I agree. Jesus talks about that as birth pains, right? He, you're going to see that. He says, don't be worried about it. You're going to see this stuff happening. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean the end's right eminent at that time, right? Yeah. So, And birth pains is such a great metaphor because yeah. something good is coming. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. interesting that he uses that, right? Birth pains. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, this is really good. Okay, I've got, I've got one more question for you guys, and this is the hardest one, okay? So ready yourself. All right. Okay. Uh, let's say the end is literally like coming and you know it. Mm. We don't like to be clear. We don't and we never will. Yeah. But the end is here and you know it. Let's just imagine this hypothetical and it's not two minutes away. It's like two weeks away. Mm. What do you do differently? What do you change about your life? What's, what's the thing you do differently these two weeks? 
I'm a super sarcastic person. And uh, when you said that, the thing that popped into my mind is like, uh, you know, like you go to a big city and like someone's out on the street with a <laughs> megaphone. And yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Repent for the <laughs> end is near. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, I don't think I would take it that far. Okay. But, you know, I think it, I think it would probably, I don't know. I mean, like there's an aspect of like, just like loving and, and being full of grace in like your every day to day life. But like, I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I think like, I think it would probably cause me to, to want to like increase evangelism. Yeah. Like within probably the people that I care about most. I know Selfishly, probably, right? Yeah. I know that's probably that's not. That's okay. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. What about you, Sean? This is going to sound maybe cliche coming from a worship, um, you know, somebody that uh, is, you know, doing music for church, but that's what I would want to do. I'd want to have everybody. I just want to sing, get as many people as together because there's so much healing and so much hope when you sing hmm. and just get everybody that wants to come and would just sing and just kind of go around and, you know, whatever songs you know would come to hmm. that would kind of help us because i think it would be a time of a lot of fear yeah. Yeah. so i would think that's one of the things that i would want to help with is the everyone's fear yeah to you know and i think mm. there again when you sing together it can really calm you and it gets you close to the lord and you know obviously i'd want my family around me and all those things i don't think i'd be too worried about you know much else like like i don't think i'd be like worried about oh you know running down like and getting a whole bunch of toilet paper (laughs) right i think i would definitely wouldn't be that way um but it would definitely be a time to for fellowship and everybody to get together Hmm. i can like picture that that would be really beautiful just like throw the doors open of the church and anybody that wants to come in we're just gonna sing yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and it's cool, like, because we do that every weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like, we literally yeah. do that every weekend, but to do it with that kind of purpose and that kind of thoughtfulness is just a really cool picture. That's like a picture yeah. of, of heaven, right? It is. Like, that's every Sunday. Heavens, yeah. yeah. Every Sunday, it's, yeah. it's happening. Sing your praises. Yeah. What would you do, Sam? I, I think I was thinking a lot about this, <laughs> and I really liked what you said. There's something that, that piqued it from what you said, actually. The thing that I would, I think I would do, just because in, in our world today, people have such a difficult time disagreeing with each other. They do it so heartily and so quickly, and it, it uh, causes these grudges to happen. Mm. That I think I would go to anybody that I know I disagree with and just be like, I'm just going to give them a hug. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go find anybody that I disagree with on big issues, I think are big issues, and be like, I'm just going to, I'm going to love you anyways. Mm. And, and I'm just going to yeah. start trying to do that and like encourage people. Who cares? Like, we disagree. Yeah. I don't care. Let's. Let's, let's, let's love each other well, and, and I'm going to tell you what I believe, but we don't have to agree on everything, mm. and, and yeah. I think that'd be fun. That's interesting. I don't remember if it was, uh, I think it was like one of the sermons just recently, Mike was talking about like loving your enemies. Yeah, for Man, sure. That's something like, that's interesting because that's even more important. Yeah. Than than loving just the everyday people around you that are easy to love. Anybody who, yeah, anybody can love somebody who doesn't love them or who loves them already. Mm-hmm. It's easy just to pay it back, but yeah. to do it for somebody who's not going to do it for you, yeah, it's really powerful. Yeah. And like, man, the world we live in is just 
rot with disagreement. Like, I know. It's full of it everywhere yeah. you turn. And that's yeah. all people focus on, right? It's like, yeah. man, what if, what if, what yeah. if it's we just stuff. loved just love. <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah. It is kind of interesting because when you think about it, your, your thoughts on what you worry about from day to day, like sometimes I find myself worrying about stuff. I'm like, why am I worried about that? Mm. You know? Yeah. But you worry about things in day to day life and how th- that would change if you knew that the end was coming for sure. And if it's radically different, then you almost have to check yourself, right? Yeah, totally. Because if it's radically different, like all this stuff, I wouldn't, that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Then that should tell you something that maybe you're worried about the wrong things. Yeah, like political parties. Oh, man. (laughs) If the the end was two weeks away, what gives? (laughs) Who cares? Yeah, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's really good. That's profound, John. Oh, man. Guys, this has been fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to do another one in a little bit. Uh, Thanks for sitting down with me. And uh, for all of you who are are tuning in and listening, thanks for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you guys again next week. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks, guys. See ya.